Don't put it on me, Frank. Don't put it on me. Do you record mono or stereo? Mono, of course. Always? Always. Okay. Wink. Holding the beer to the screen. See, I did, I did that last time, and, you know, I couldn't... sound, but of mine. That's a signpost up ahead. Your next stop. I'm not recording yet, dude. You told me whenever I'm ready. Ordering in Wonderland's The Twilight Zone Review. Start recording. God. person, a museum is a place of knowledge, a place of beauty and truth and wonder. Some people come to study, others to contemplate, others to look for the sheer joy of looking. Charlie Parks has his own reasons. He comes to the museum to get away from the world. It isn't really the 60-cent cafeteria meal that has drawn him here every day. It's the fact that here in these strange, cool halls, he can be alone for a little while, really and truly alone. Anyway, that's how it was before he got lost and wandered in to the Twilight Zone. Hello, citizens. Welcome to LAW Twilight Zone Review, episode 144. I'm Phoenix West. I'm Franklin. What's up, Phoenix? Hi, Frank. How you, how you been, buddy? Good. How are you? If I was any better, I'd be a sin. Oh, God. Which sin would it be? Gluttony or yeah. lust? <laughs> so it's episode <laughs> no response. So episode four hundred eight miniature. Oh uh, yeah, I, I was I was thinking of, of sins. What would I be if I if I was a sin? You'd probably be a uh, wrath, just based off your uh, history with with people and things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Or yeah. envy of this man over here. No. In his shiny it, blue it, eyes. We, we, yeah, you know what? Your your hat matches your eyes. Be beautiful thing, you. I got a whole blue thing going on here. Nice. Which matches it better, the New Orleans Hornets blue or the Charlotte Hornets blue? Mm, Charlotte Hornets blue matches your eyes better. Right. Yeah. yeah. I know. I just they don't have a cool logo. I like the New Orleans one better. Yeah, I've never, I've, I've never seen a, a blue hornet in my life, <laughs> nor have I ever seen them shooting hoops. Nope. Yet to see that. Looking forward to it, though. Evolution, baby. Evolution. Can't come fast enough. Um, Frank, quick, quick question here. How much yeah. does this episode suck? According to IMDb, it's only seven point nine, which is I don't I don't understand people. I mean, I think people appreciate this episode because Robert Duvall. I think that's it. The here's the thing. He played this so well. It 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 was terrible. It was it was terrible. He was so awkward to look at. And just watch, like question. Go. Was he autistic? Oh yeah, he's, uh, he's on the he, spectrum, right? He's supposed to have Asperger's disease. I, but... I, you know, it's funny. It's in my notes several times, and then I, after I watch the episodes, I go and I read the uh, trivia on IMDb, and I'm like, I talk about Asperger's, and I'm like, okay, there we go, and I'm like, someone else is aware because I was watching this going. There's no way this guy doesn't have Asperger's or autism or something. I wrote autism in my uh, in my notes because Asperger's is like a side of autism. Well, see, Asperger's there wasn't even a name for it until '91. So yeah, back when he played this, they probably just said, "Just you know, you're on the spectrum, but you're functioning." Go. Exactly. Well, well, I don't think they had a spectrum back then. I think they're like, "You're kind of kooky." You're kind of weird. People don't like you. And they're yeah, like, got it. He, he's definitely a, a fucking weirdo. Yeah. Well, they knew what the word retarded was, as we hear in our intro to this show. Not oh, yeah. Deaf or dumb yeah. or retarded or anything. Like, they knew what that was, but that's about it. 
Yeah, but retarded people didn't go and, you know. He's functional. Yeah. Like so they, they didn't know. Yeah. Like, you know, normally like retarded back then or you really don't leave him alone. You know, because you can't. Yeah, you don't let them work. Well, they didn't. They fired him. <laughs> he still had a job. I would have been. But he got fired because he was 30 seconds late and he worked through lunch, which didn't make any sense to me. It's because he, and this is one episode I will say, fuck going in order. We're going to talk about this. Assuming you've watched it, I don't give a shit about the plot as far as in order. Because... What Guy plot? goes to visit a dollhouse several times, goes into the dollhouse at the end. End of episode. So let's just fucking talk about it in general. Okay. Before the reveal. Too late. Did Bye. you know that he was going to be in the dollhouse with her? Yeah. So did I. I was of like, course. there's no way that it doesn't end this way. Of course. And, and, and you know what? I don't remember this episode at all. I, I remember watching it, but I don't remember what happens. And I'm like, right when they showed the... TV screen that's clearly a TV screen that's supposed to be the dollhouse. I was like, yeah, it's a TV screen with four different displays on it. But I'm like, that motherfucker's going to the dollhouse. How else will this end? And thanks to you for my Blu-rays because our Blu-rays have the extras and they released an extra of this with a color. Like where where the dollhouse was colored. Oh, really? Hold on. Don't say colored. That doesn't fly nowadays. Dude, it looked so strange being a Twilight Zone episode and seeing something in color. It was just Dollhouse, though. That's so it's kind of It was kind of interesting. The, the, you know what I mean? How they, how they kind of made the Dollhouse in color, but everything else was in black and white like normal. So it really differentiated. But it really made the Dollhouse look really bad. <laughs> like It's like, wow. It's, it, was, it was just four TV screens. <laughs> yeah, I didn't watch that yet. I kind of I want to go back and rewatch that now with color. That sounds interesting. So it, you can you can see the rape and you can see the rape in color. That sounds yeah, amazing. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. The Frank, womanizing rape and yeah. Why is there a rape in this episode? There's clearly a rape. Dude, there is a wooden doll walking around mm. playing the piano in this episode. Yeah, you? but that I go. <clears throat> that's the plot of the story. Whole thing is. Robert Duvall, autistic. He works past lunch. I thought it was the end of their day, the way they acted, but it's apparently just fucking lunch at 12. He goes into the Museum of Racism. And then um, <laughs> that's all I can call it because yeah, the guy, the, the curator's the like. County, the, the County Museum. What? Yeah. The, the what? <laughs> the County Museum. Yeah, right. Um, but he goes in there and the guy's like, there's people in Africa who have never seen a white man. They've never seen our glory. Oh, yes, they have. (laughs) Industrialization. I mean, some were taken. They saw the white man at their worst. But you know what? They'll live and die without ever seeing a white man or hearing the white tongue. The glorious vanilla tongue come off the white man's tongue. The very posh tongue. But the rest of the episode, Robert Duvall keeps going back to this dollhouse because he sees a a little doll, but she plays piano, which you've heard in the intro there. And then he sits there and watches the doll. And we never, the, the story never really comes together as a story. You just watch him watch the doll and then go get berated by his family and come back and watch the dolls. And I'm like, they didn't hit either side of it well enough for me. Does that make sense? Dude, they, they even set him up with a straight up whore. <clears throat> uh, do you want to hear my notes on that? Yeah, go ahead. His sister, who I didn't realize it was a sister until the end of the conversation, that's when they mentioned it. Yeah. Um, let's see. Date with sister, I wrote, because <laughs> I wrote date with and then waited, and I was like, oh, his sister. He said She basically says a girl, she doesn't say this literally, but essentially what she says is a girl will fix his autism, and that he admits to being a virgin, and then she gives the address for Harriet Gunderson, who's the horniest girl in the world, and that is my note. Yeah, he's breathing and has a cock. I'm, I, I'm in. And I'm hot, so I'm, like, really odd. <laughs> she is. You she wants dick so bad that she's willing to be ignored, have to hold both sides of the conversation on her own, which is bizarre. He could talk to a dollhouse just fine, but not, can't talk to another human. Another autism, autism sign. 
He gives he gives a he gives verbal he he gives a conversation to inanimate objects, but he can't talk to a person. That is a that is an autistic skill. No, it's not. I do it. Yes. How many times <laughs> have we said that you're on the spectrum, Frank? I know. But he can't talk to another person. He can't pick up on verbal cues, social cues, any cues. And she's just like, hey, do you mind talking to me a little bit? I'm good to go. I'm a grease wheel here. These legs are just soaked. There's buckets below me and I can't keep up. Do you mind just talking to me? That way I'll fuck you. And he's like, you know what? I'm going to throw your bitch ass off the bench. And that's where, she, that's where she draws the line, sir. I'm going to tongue you and you're going to throw me five feet. <laughs> And I'm kind of amazed she wasn't like, hey, let's go back to your place after that. She had enough no, dignity to I, say no. I, I was amazed that she was all for coming over to try it again after he got <laughs> out of the loony bin. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, I forgot about that part. <laughs> <laughs> she shows up again. She's one of those people that you see in a movie that gets strangled in the park, and you're like, eh. For, I don't say this often. When women dress slutty, I don't go, you deserved it. But when you ignore this many red flags that you, your face should be cut to shit on these red flags you're running past, kind of deserve it at some point, right? That reminds me of Dave Chappelle's joke about, you know, how they dressed. Just because I dressed this way does, <laughs> it does not, not make, make me a cop. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> cop uniform, yeah. Like, officer, please, this way, this way. Oh, God. <laughs> hey, just because uh, I dressed this way does not make me a police officer. That one. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that one. That's some of my favorite Dave Chappelle bits. Oh my god. It was it was yeah, it was like the great it was it, dude, top five greatest stand up uh uh hours ever released. You know what, Frank, for once I'm gonna I'm gonna play a clip. All right, go on my side. Ready? Here you go. We'll try anyway. He stares at her awkwardly, very awkwardly. She's kissing, eyes closed. Gives up, kisses him. He looks like and shoves her. Well, I'm sorry. <laughs> Please, let me help you. Oh, forget it, Buster. Just forget it. And slaps him. And you tell your sister, you don't need a girl. You need a doctor. She was right. Yeah. Nailed she it. was right. I know, because next scene, doctor. Next scene, doctor. Scene after that, she's back for more. You for know. more abuse. <laughs> Could you date a girl after she full-on slapped you? Um, Don't say a married yeah, one. I I would read... Well, I would. Have, it depends, I guess. <laughs> if someone yeah. slapped me, I would be, like, so ashamed. Even if I did nothing wrong, I'd be like, oh, I'm done with her. That was weird. Even if she did everything wrong and I was just going to slap me out of nowhere, I'm like, oh, she's crazy. Uh, but yeah, but she wants, you know, she wants your, your cock. So yeah, I, I would let her slap me a few times. But no, she could punch her. me in the face and I'd be cool. With That's it. different. Like, punch in the face is sexual. We all know that. But she, he accidentally shoved her off her bench and apologized several times and offered to get her up off the ground. He's a gentleman. He's a gentleman. He's awkward as fuck, but he's still like, oh, I'm, oh, sorry. Didn't mean to do that. She's like, oh, you, you buster. Like, that this episode was a victim of something we've talked about before where the actor they got to play the part did it too well. Did he? Well, yeah. Did he? Yeah. How so? Explain yourself. I bought it, dude, that he, uh, you know, I thought they really went and found, <laughs> you know. I thought he really had autism. Yeah, he, uh, he sold it. Like, I didn't even realize that was Robert Duvall until afterwards. <laughs> not even joking. Because he's not playing, what, Tom Sawyer, whatever the fuck's name is in Godfather? Fredo. Fredo's the brother. That's Michael. Or Michael's was, brother. It's the only other name I remember from <laughs> You brought my heart, Fredo. You brought my I've only watched part one. I never watched any, any other. What? Other, Two's other. better. I like two way better. Everybody says that. The reason I didn't watch two is because I, I really 
I mean, uh, okay, this might be sacrilege, but I didn't really like The Godfather. I didn't like it. I didn't enjoy What's it. Last time I, you watched it. You, I don't. Uh, I'll say, watching it as an adult, and you go, I appreciate it. You know what? I was thinking about that. Yeah. But I still have like five other movies in front of that that I still haven't watched. I want to watch. And then there's a Tarantino movie out in theaters that I want to go freaking watch. And I haven't seen it yet. Thank you for uh, censoring yourself. I appreciate that. What I said, uh, freaking? On, yeah, on these delicate <laughs> airwaves. Fuck. <laughs> Do you remember that episode we did where we tried not to swear and failed miserably? <laughs> and I had the... <laughs> that was... The air horn. Yeah. I, I had to abandon it after a minute with you. You couldn't help yourself. <laughs> it's hard to do. Once we get started, it's hard to do. If we start off, like, no more swearing. You know what? Next episode, no swearing. How about that? Dude, Pr- I'm fine with that. I've been doing it five years on uh, on the Indie Sports Car Podcast. Okay. So get by the next episode, we're going to get your air horn queued up, and we're going to do it. Right on. How about we start right now? What are we even talking about? No, not right now. I can't do it halfway through. It's too hard. Okay, so, well, I mean, Devil. is there anything else to say about this fucking episode? Yeah, yeah, let's talk about. How is it a 7.99 DB? That's what I want to talk about. LIWstudios.com. Let's talk about that, Frank. Yo, great. Um, <laughs> I have nothing else to say. Uh, the last few, um, uh, you know, uh, things that will burn in hell. It's hitting its stride, <laughs> isn't it? Hitting its stride. Dude. It's the end of the book. When you read, yeah, exactly. Like when you read them, it's fine. But that's not the funny part. Like it's still funny because I know it's it's you t- like 15 years ago, you or whatever. So it's not you now. It's you back then. And I'm like, you know, he is a lot more mature, but not by much. <laughs> you know, I, I'm more. Uh... You're I'm not as negative. Spot. I'm not as negative now. No, 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 yeah. You could tell the, that you were young when you went when like Oh, you definitely. Know, what? It's 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 an interesting experiment for me because I was reading this book and recording like commentary around it essentially before and after. So I'll start off, I'll introduce the show uh, from the book 100 Things That'll Burn Hell, which well, I wrote in Dude, they're pretty quick. They're only like two minutes, three minutes long. Why don't you play one that's really short? They're eight it's to a- ten minutes. I'm not doing that. Well, but- no, no, just just play the part where you read from the book. Like, I, like I want everybody to hear what you would write 15 years ago. Liw so that- Studios on YouTube. Go there. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Always. But um, the point is that uh, I wrote this book in, in 2008. I finished it. Started writing it like a year and a half before that. Finished up in 2008. Started writing it on MySpace, if that tells you anything. Finished the book and then didn't touch it for a while. In 2015, I did a, a re-edit of the book for the website. And I did like a 2015 edit where I would post commentary down below. And like in blue. And like, this is 20, like, oh, I no longer hate space movies. That was just a, like half the shit I didn't get care about at all. I was just writing it to be funny. And like, that's it. So, the one about people playing the guitar really hurt. <laughs> I can imagine. I was like, I went, motherfucker. <laughs> if you pull out your guitar, your acoustic guitar in the middle of a party, go fuck yourself. That one I feel. I really do. <laughs> but so now I'm doing the show and, and what? I finished these all in like February of this year. So I've just been sitting on them and they're, they're posting on their own on YouTube right now in, in uh, iTunes. <clears throat> so I'm kind of catching up on my own because I wrote, I read the book in. Good Tuesday. I read the book literally a year ago at this point. I recorded all of them and then did the videos around them, finished those up in February. So since then, they've been an autopilot, which is episode 96 came out today. Yeah. No. So, and, and, yeah. And, 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 and like, like I was saying, the funniest part of them is you just going off afterwards. You know what I mean? And it's like the, the you today basically talking about yes. exactly what you read wrote then and you don't agree with now yeah. or you do and then you you go into what you think today 
And it's fucking hysterical, dude. Because when you get rolling, <laughs> you get in a zone, and it's fucking just non. I'm just like, I gotta pause it like four times because I'm laughing too much. My favorite episode of the show so far. Oh, you were right though. It is a lot of it is me making fun of myself from twenty or two thousand seven, two thousand eight, whatever it was. So a lot of it is that. When I'm doing my commentary afterwards, I'm like, I don't know why I was so mad. And then I start talking. I go, no, no, no I actually am mad, apparently. And then I start going like Elvis impersonators. I had no idea I was still mad at Elvis impersonators. I think it's fucking stupid and bizarre. I don't get it. I don't, I don't get why I want to look at that fucking guy. The guy's a train wreck. But my favorite one is uh, every, uh, was it Every Movie Make by the Police? Every, is that the name of the song? Yeah. Every move you, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Every breath you take, I'll be watching you. I'll be, I'll be, I'll be watching you. <laughs> so I did. A, I ended up doing after the after the book part because I like. I I set up the video and I stop and for like thirty seconds and I start going again or five seconds really and I start going again and I was like I'm gonna start going to the police songs, and the what happened was I went on for about I don't know twelve minutes of doing a, a bit. Where it was just me doing a creepy breakup with some girl and getting broken up with and going, yeah, that's fine. <laughs> no, no, every movie you make, though, Brenda, I'll be watching you. And it just kept going and going and going. And I'm like, oh, this is keeps. And I'm like, at the end of the episode, I was like, I planned on talking about their songs, but here we are. <laughs> uh, my plans don't work out. And I kept doing the bit after that. I don't give it, up. Yeah. I mean, the best stuff comes when you don't, when you don't plan for it. You know what I'm saying? Well, that was one episode I actually had a plan for, and it was completely abandoned in the moment. It's gone. And that's when the gold happens. Speaking of bits, today's episode, Miniature, I, I want to say ironically, but I would say more coincidentally, I started, I showed you a picture earlier, Frank. I said I was painting something. Yeah, what, what was that? So what I'm doing is for B-Movie Battle, I'm... I started working on a project of doing a Mr. Rogers, Mr. Rogers style introduction to the show of miniatures and like scoping around and I'm going to go to like crack houses and booze stores, you know, and then like zoom in on my house and that'll be the introduction for B-Movie Battle. But it looks all quaint, but it slowly gets darker and darker as it goes. And I was like, hey, to that ties, ties into today's episode, miniature. There you go. So that's what I'm working on right now. A new intro for the show. Oh, oh, what? I'm doing an introduction for the show, B-Movie Battle. Mr. Oh, okay, Mr. I'm Rogers sorry. Style. I, I, I heard a new introduction for the show, Miniature. I'm like, wait, what? No. <laughs> I'm building my own dollhouse. I'm going to live inside it. I'm going to go in there. Is that what that is? Seriously? What? <laughs> I'm just I hope I can. I hope I can. Maybe, yeah. I'm going to do like a weird crack house version of Mr. Rogers opening where it's like the little toys and you see the train going by and like, and then you zoom in on his house. I'm going to do that, but dirty. (laughs) And it had nothing to do with this episode. It just came up out of something else actually. And we'll see how it goes. Make make it look like a Aqua Teen Hunger Force. Kind of like that, but not cartoon. Aqua Teen Hunger Force. Yeah, Meatwad and Frylock. Yeah. And and, and and Master Shake. I mean Oh, just cutouts? Well, no, no. The like, you know, just as far as the rundown houses. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna yeah. have little cars on popsicle sticks and it'd be like Toot, going across toot. the screen. <laughs> beep beep. Uh, yeah. It's gonna be terrible. It's gonna be great. Vroom, vroom. vroom. Terrible what and great we... at the same time. <laughs> So in miniature, so what would you give this? <laughs> I gave it a six for the performances more than anything. That's what I mean. Yeah, like it, he's. I, he, I, I was giving you shit earlier. He's fine. I, no, he's too good. I don't think he's too good. I'm sorry. I got to disagree with you there. Well, the the story sucked. Story sucked. Story's terrible. That's a, that's why. I mean. But this wouldn't have made it for half of this. It wouldn't have made it on a shorter season. It wouldn't have. It's just not good enough to be an episode, let alone a 45-minute episode, 50-whatever minutes. Yeah, 51 51 minutes. minutes, dude. Jesus Christ. 
it's there's not enough there for a 20 minute episode and he goes he he keeps visiting this fucking place and I, my note is like you have to be autistic you have to be autistic to keep facing to keep facing the same the same uh museum guard every single day who sees you talking to an empty dollhouse and keep visiting that guy and be like hey what's up <laughs> you gotta be crazy gotta be gotta be and yes you autism gotta is crazy be crazy you gotta have a real i'm sorry <laughs> i have a pink floyd shirt on you gotta be crazy it's one of my favorite pink floyd songs ever you just sent me a picture of us talking okay yeah, I'm trying to get my screen to to go half screen, but I, I yeah, I'm failing. Instead, you took a, a screenshot. That was weird. Well, I didn't know what that <sighs> button did. <laughs> so eventually, he goes crazy, breaks the glass around the TVs, and then he gets put in a insane asylum slash like mental hospital. But he's like wearing a robe. I don't, I don't know what kind of facility gives you a robe. Well, they were well, he and he. Uh, a facility that's about to give you a lobotomy, <laughs> electric shock therapy. Yeah, they they were going to electric shock me, but they didn't. I'm glad. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, that, that was like an Advil back then. That was literally a line in this episode. He said that. I missed word that, word. but it wasn't out of the out of the norm back then. Yeah, because his sister's husband has no filter whatsoever. <laughs> He's a giant child, that guy. Well, the things that he would say, it's like she keeps saying, like, oh, whatever your name is, <laughs> Bob. Or <laughs> that's what his name. What was his name? Uh, the main character. No, the uh, sister's oh, um, buddy. buddy. Yeah, buddy. 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 She kept on buddy because he would say like some off the wall shit. Yeah, they had. I didn't realize who they were at first. They don't introduce anybody in this episode properly. He goes downstairs one day. He's like way too attached to his mom. He goes to bed one night and he like goes to take a nap. And his elderly mother takes off his shoes and he sits there like all, you know, crisscross applesauce style. He's kind of like, ah, mother, please don't take my shoes off. Uh." She's like, I'm just trying to help you, Charlie. And he lays there. And I was like, oh, this kid's got problems. This this 45-year-old kid has problems. It's <laughs> getting dimmed by mommy. <laughs> yeah. He just lays in his bed. His, his single bed. He's got a... <laughs> There's so many... He has nothing... You notice he has nothing in his bedroom. It is like an, an empty... It looks like a dollhouse. I think maybe that's what they're going for. But he had no more personal items in his bedroom at all. Uh, well, they 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 were you know they ran out of budget. Spent it all on that TV in front of the dollhouse, huh? Yep. That color film, that colored film. Yeah. So weird. <laughs> Just a weird episode. I don't know what to say. Yeah, they they went for comedy once. Do you remember that? What goes, part of it? He goes back to the museum after he sits down on his bed and goes takes his nappy nap. He gets his wakes up, gets his grape juice and his raisins. But then he goes back to the museum and he's like pressing his face up against the glass, like it's like wink, wink, like playing comedy music. I'm like, what the fuck are we doing? This episode isn't a comedy. I don't know what it was, and and dude, he got what he wanted at the end. So what did he learn? Like this was not Twilight Zone at all. This was so against the grain of the Twilight Zone. It's insane. It's awful. All the way There's through. No message at all. No message. It's basically like it it tortures the people who want to love their mentally ill loved one. Because really think about what happens here is they have an autistic brother or son. He keeps being obsessed with this place. He get eventually breaks something, goes on a mental rampage, goes to an insane asylum, eventually lies and gets taken out, escapes in the middle of the night, hides inside a sarcophagus. And then goes inside the dollhouse. So he gets what he wants, but the, they Rod mentions at the end here, I'll play in a second, that the, the the guard of the museum doesn't tell them what happened. So I'm like, they never know what happened to their loved one. They never what? find out because the guard was, I don't want to get fired. Well, they wouldn't believe him anyway, probably. Well, he could go, there he is right there. 
Yeah, and then it'll be like the most amazing thing that's ever happened in, in you know in the history of man, like something that defied physics and logic. Yeah, he turned into a fucking doll. And I don't get his obsession with the dolls because really, when you're watching it, you're just watching a a, a balding man talk to a dollhouse. And it'd be different if the dolls talked back, which was what you would expect. Like, if you were thinking about this episode, you would think the dolls would be speaking to him like, hey, let me out of here. This other doll is trying to rape me. Instead, Dude, you just watch a man was, talk to a dollhouse and they never respond. It was so... It, listen to this. Did they hurt you, Charlie? Oh. Well... Damn it. It wasn't that one, was it? No. Mr. Parks? I'll forget it. <laughs> do you have Rod's outro? Yeah, I do. Is it labeled properly? They never phoned Charlie Parks because the guard didn't tell them what he saw in the glass case. That dick? He knew what they'd say, and he knew they'd be right, too. Because seeing is not always believing. Especially if what you see happens to be an odd corner of the Twilight Zone. And next week... Special ingredients to a bizarre brew served up next on the Twilight Zone. An oddball printing press and editor with a stringer from the lower regions. They're just a few as we bring you Robert Sterling, Patricia Crowley, and special guest star Burgess Meredith in Charles Beaumont's Printer's Devil. Yeah. Yeah. I was holding my phone to my eyes because that's what Robert Duvall is doing at the end of this episode, sitting on the couch and going. Oh, yeah, yeah. Some- what was. What was he looking at? That was like a picture thing. I think, but we don't see it, so it doesn't matter. Yeah, it was so weird. Like, why would he have that? You know, it'd be better if he was inside that, and there was a miniature mom doll tucking him in the bed. <clears throat> he just can't escape this. That'd be Twilight Zone-ish. She, she was probably the most annoying character I've ever. The mom. Uh, yeah. The mom didn't Her- bother me surprisingly. Her voice annoyed the hell out of me. The most annoying character, or the most irritating, like, if I were to be around in real life, would be the uh, stepmom or the, the foster mom from uh, The Fugitive. Do you remember her? How she's oh, like a uh, bitch to that girl? Yeah, doesn't, yeah. Does, wants to over, overly protective, but doesn't care if she hangs around with the elderly pedophile alien. <laughs> Figure that out. Cunt. Oh, don't and don't worry. He will be, you know, <laughs> <laughs> digging them cheeks. <laughs> She's a queen now, though, so you know, he's a he pedophile will... too. <laughs> and then Rod comes on. Don't worry, he will be giving her the pickle. <laughs> yeah, a little game of hide the pickle in the Twilight Zone. Underage, hide the pickle. Drunken, hide the pickle. <laughs> God, that episode. Anyway, so. <laughs> Uh, miniature bad not terrible but bad no story rod didn't write it yeah i who wrote, who wrote this tar- horrible episode again charles beaumont oh yeah the best while uh, writer yeah the guy that writes amazing things are really awful the, the, the best uh the best while his own writer yeah by far he wrote beaumont. this one yeah figure that out he, I mean, he also wrote, uh, uh, you know, uh, 20,000 feet one. Nightmare, Nightmare 20,000 feet. Yeah. yeah. He wrote that. I mean, he wrote Shadow Play. No, wait. Yeah, yeah. Rob, yeah, Charles Brown wrote, wrote, wrote Shadow Play. That, that, that was not Rod. Yeah. Believe it or not. No, I know, but... <sighs> I, I wonder not, if it's a, a terrible adaptation... Or if what was of this episode, what do you think happened wrong? This is a new feature we could do on terrible episodes. What, what went wrong? Um, they got too good of an actor. Um, they didn't give him enough to do. So he looks like he's just sitting there or standing there. Most of the episode, like a real doll. Not they a should sex have made the toy. doll interact with him. Not a sex toy again. Yes, they should have had... The, if the doll would have spoken back to him, because that would have fit into all of the, the, the points of the episode. Is he insane? Check. Dolls are talking back. Is he in love with his doll? Yes, it's talking back to him. Check. Is he going to end up in the dollhouse? Check. 
all of the points would have been escalated oh. by the Dow talking back, right? Yeah, and except the rapes, that would have been crazy. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, I mean, but yeah, but you can still have that. But you know, he, since the, he can talk, I think he would stop it a lot sooner, or or stop it. Period, because <laughs> it went down. She was, she was defiled. She was defiled, and like she was literally in like post-rape mode, like the next scene. Literally, she's a, he's a she's a doll playing a piano, and he creates this like soap opera in his head because none of it's real. And then I really don't think the ending's real. I think he passed out on the floor and was like, <laughs> like shaking and foam kind of on his mouth. And the, the guard just kicked him under the display. And that's where, his, that's where his body is. Because what are the fucking odds he went to the dollhouse, really? But he watches another doll come down the stairs who he and go into the room with the, of the piano with the lady and went, no, keep your hands off her. So he's creating this rape scene in his head. This guy, he's almost better off for society in this fucking dollhouse because he's not a fucking psychopath wandering the streets shoving women off benches anymore. Fuck this guy. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Um, I, I, I don't know. I mean, is there anything else that you would have done differently? I would have had it escalate. Because there is zero escalation with the dollhouse parts, which is the most important parts of the episode. And it was the most predictable. He just, yes. So it should have had some sort of like trick or some sort of escalation to it where the dolls are slowly become aware of him, you know? Yeah, like like his entire family seeing him in there and how they react. That would have been cool. Instead, we watched his sister walk in and go, huh. And the guard's like, hey, I can't help you around. She's like, and shuts the guard up because fuck that guard. And she's just like, I'm going to watch this brother, my brother. It's like, if you're trying to sneak up on somebody that you pretty much know is there and he's running away from you, why would you be so goddamn loud as you enter the fucking museum so he can hear you and run away if possible? Well, it is an echoey chamber. I'm going to go ahead and wear my high heels today. Clink, and clink, clink. Like, talk very loud and yeah. say what you're going to do secretly as we turn the lights on. I think on. she could have fired a shotgun behind him and he wouldn't have known. <laughs> she could <laughs> have done anything behind him. She could have held a parade for his insanity and, and he wouldn't have been none the wiser. <laughs> oh my goodness. 7.9, Frank. 7.9. This is why I say... People overrate the Twilight Zone sometimes. It's true. Yeah, they really, they really do. It's it's not an episode. It's not a show where every episode's amazing just because it's the Twilight Zone. Be fucking honest. This episode's not good. It's not good Tom, at all. Tom Elliott was the most negative I've ever heard. No, I'm sorry. Um, that was the gift. But I'm sure he's not going to. I don't know. If Tom Elliott can, I wonder what he's going to, well, it's going to be like three years from now until he gets to this one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? We need to get on this show. Just a segment, if only. Something. Well, we can record something and send it to him. No, I want to be on there with him and actually talk to him. Eh, well, yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean. Let's have know. him on our show so he can curse. How about that? That dude, Tom Elliott, just saying "cunt" would be the would be awesome, and it'd be like normal because that's like saying the word "the" over there. I know that's why that's why I, that's why I picked it. Yeah, I'm kind of excited for this. Let's go ahead and get him on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he's a busy guy. I don't know. We'll find out. We'll get him on. Hey, I'm a great booker. I've 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 gotten some legends on my show, dude. It's amazing. Let's both reach happened. out to him and uh, pick his brain. Let's pick an episode that we're going to do it with, though. But we'll get back to you. Well, well, yeah, we'll wait till episode, you know, season five for a good one. <laughs> you know what? We could bring him on for uh, the parallel. It's only two episodes. Good episode to do. Parallel. The parallel. The season five. Season four, episode eleven, and three episodes. Oh, good. Well, uh, yeah, I would have loved to have him on with the Printer's Devil. Uh, we could just reach out to him right now. I'm sure he's awake at three in the morning in in London. Uh, right now it's six hour yeah, it's six seventeen AM there right now. Whatever it is. <laughs> yeah, he's just waking up, yeah. Uh, I, I just noticed because I, I you know, I, I have to schedule drivers on, on the show and there's a lot from England. Yeah. 
So sometimes I got to do the show in the middle of the day. I I, uh, I I did I did a great one hour show with Bob Varsha. You know he's he's a, he's a fucking broadcasting legend. Isn't there a is there a, a a time zone line going right through London? Yeah, it's called GMT, the Greenwich Mean Time. Yeah, so he could be depending on what side of he is, he is, you know. Well, no, the entire island is on one time. Oh, damn. I was misinformed. Like, like London is kind of off to the right, so like the line kind of follows England and then kind of... Oh, it, it just, cheats? What a cheating line. What a dick. Well, they did that because it's the busiest shipping, um, you know, waterway in the world. So Fair enough. So, or it will be until Brexit goes through. Anyway. Well, yeah, I mean, <laughs> the Strait of Hormuz is really... You know, <laughs> the Strait of Hormuz and the China Sea is really taking over. Once Brexit yeah. goes through, we're not gonna never gonna hear of England again. I don't think it's ever going to go through. By I this don't point. think it is. But if it does, they're fucked. They are so fucked. <laughs> so, with that being said, in our political, uh, <laughs> I don't know a thing about it. Over, by the way, so it's gonna tie up the whole fucking country, and they'll be fucked. Imports, exports, they're done. All they, all they know is as soon as they just announced they were going to do it, their pound became, like, worthless. Yep. Imagine if yeah. they can't bring in medicine anymore because the tariffs are way too high. They're fucked. Literally, it's, uh, uh, I think they're, like, it's, it's it, literally the pound was worth a little bit more than the dollar yeah. before this happened. Yep. And then Brexit goes through. I think they're at, like, 79% of what it, we are at this point. I think that's the ratio. For every dollar, seventy nine cents. And people are still supporting Brexit over there. And I no, don't understand it. I haven't talked to a single Brit yet that agrees yeah, with it. That, oh, there's people there's there's people out there that ignore all logic. No, because they don't want to be part look look. You're talking European, about logical people, Frank. I'm talking about people who actually exist. Well, I'm just saying England did it for a good reason because the EU is turning into a goddamn like they're they're about they have t- way too much power over the over the countries that are part of them, man. They're it's turning into like it's it's so it it's kind of weird, like how it you know the reason why they left and what the, the EU has been turning into. And they're finding out why they need to stay a part of it right now. Well, it, <laughs> as it bad is, as it just, is, they need it, to fix it internally, then move out. It's England not getting what they want, and they don't want to be a part of anything else but themselves. So if they can't be differentiated, then they're out. And that's why they left yep. because they were becoming too much of the same of everybody else. And they're so much better than everybody else. Can we do a Halloween episode of this show where we just talk about Brexit? Because that is the next date they have with fucking Boris Johnson as the new prime minister over there. And I'm so excited to find out how he fucks everything up. Cause that man's a lunatic. I'm, <laughs> I'm so excited. That man is insane. I don't know anything about it. Oh God. Uh, I'm going to catch just, you up. It is so exciting. I just heard his name. Imagine if uh, Donald Trump were like a pr- party frat dude. Isn't he? No, party frat dude. Like like crazy hair and like, eh! like <laughs> Yeah, isn't Donald Trump that? If you think he's a party. You just said crazy hair and, uh, yeah. <laughs> he's not a party frat dude in any way. He's a. I'm a on the golf course kind of guy. This guy's like wild hair, and he does it on purpose so he can get sympathy votes, which is fucking bizarre. Uh, anyway, <coughs> I'm excited. It's gonna be interesting. <laughs> anyway, was, was he voted in? Do they vote for prime he minister? Was, over there? Well, uh, Teresa stepped down, so he was kind of not voted, but it was like people—I uh, forget what they're called over there—but they elect him over there. They kind of not the people. But people, the cabinet, you know, whatever they call it, yeah, called the parliament, yeah. votes them in. You, you know, they they don't get paid, and they're not allowed to uh, quit. Those people, they don't get paid to do what they do, and they don't. They're not allowed to step down. Well, you say that, but she just stepped down. No, no, no. The prime minister. The, I'm not talking about. I'm talking about the cabinet of yeah. people. You're talking about those people. Once they become that, they're not allowed to fucking step down. No one has ever done it because it's literally a law. This is why we need Tom Elliott on. This know, is I, precisely I, I why. Yeah. I want to talk about this with him so bad. 
I have plenty of British people to come to come on if you want to do it. But yeah. Yeah, but, but imagine was, Twilight Zone and a Brexit. <laughs> it's gonna be so fascinating. Imagine it. We just did it for five minutes. No, Can with Tom Elliott though. Oh yeah, definitely. <laughs> okay. So we're gonna reach out to Tom Elliott for the next for some episode. We'll find out which. But I want my goal is parallel because that'll be fun with him. That's a good episode. It'd be fun to have him on for it. I've never seen it. Um, or the new exhibit. We know it depends on his, his schedule. We'll figure it out. But point is, yeah. fuck this episode. I, I guess it's not bad, bad, but it's it's bad. I just, I'll just say bravo, Robert Duvall for for you know. Duvall's great. You can't take that away from him. Yeah. It's it's unfortunate he's in this episode. Yeah, that's it. That's all I can say. He killed it. He was amazing. He's great. I, I would say watch it just to see his performance because you really, I mean. He kind of carries it by himself. Nobody else does. in the episode is good at all. No. The doctor's okay. Okay. But they, are, but they are with Robert Duvall. So it's, you know, you could be decent, but now you're, he's next to you. So you look really bad. I mean, he's no, what's his name? Whose name is escaping me right now for some reason. Why is his name escaping me? Bronson? No. Charles Bronson's not a great actor. I'm saying he's famous. Um, oh, uh, 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 why can't I think of his name? I know who you're talking about too. Den- I, it's a Dennis. Of my tongue. Damn it, Dennis. Dennis okay, Hopper. How, we'll, he's we'll, no Hopper. Jeffrey? The man's no Hopper. Oh, there you go. Good one, Dennis Hopper. Yep. Dennis Hopper might have been the best performance in the Twilight Zone. Still. But his episode was good, not great. But he's That's, we said so, he, he's it's so debatable though. I don't I don't think it's debatable. He's he's on another level for Twi- I always said he's too good for Twilight Zone acting, where they almost shouldn't have had him on the show. You know what? I just remember I just remembered the episode you're talking he's about. He's alive. You know you're right. It, it probably is the best performance ever. Yeah, there's there's great performances, but really it's like Twilight Zone great performances. He's great, and he's on the Twilight Zone. (laughs) It's different. It's a whole different level. He's method actor on the Twilight Zone episode, which is fucking unheard of. Yeah. All all the other actors in the show are good, but they're sweaty, and they're like reactionary actors. He actually created a character who is so not him. And he killed it in every single level. Remember that one IMDb quote I read where the guy's like, Hopper's unbelievable. Well, I didn't believe a word he said. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? Did you watch the same episode I did? Didn't believe a word he said. What? Yeah, I read the quote on the show. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, And I was like, that was the most believable character I've seen in the Twilight Zone. I didn't really care for the episode that much because it was stupid for the most part. I, I can't believe they had. <laughs> I can't believe they went there. Yeah, he kills in an episode. I, I, yeah. Whatever. So Duvall's I mean, great I, in this episode. Yeah, Sorry. I mean, Duvall kills it in this episode too, but there's the, the story is, I mean, I've said it a hundred times, it's, it's just terrible. It yeah. is a bad script. A bad script. Charles Beaumont must have written this in 25 minutes. That's got to be my only explanation. Or he bought it from someone else. Could have been, and then punched it up by writing. Yeah. He went to the insane asylum. He goes to the insane asylum and doesn't jump out the window like that one episode I love that started this <laughs> entire show. I do. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. <laughs> I don't. Know. I don't remember the name of the episode though. I can oh, think. Yeah. You You want to see what Mark Zickery said about it? Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. Let me let me, let me get the book real quick. Thanks. Okay, I'll filibuster. So while he's getting the Mark Zickery book, I will say I looked up Mark Zickery's book on Amazon. It is still fucking expensive because you can't find it anywhere. Even though it's done, it's like third print. Can't find the goddamn book anywhere. Frank keeps mentioning he's going to write a second version of this, which I just think is going to be an updated version of the first one. And nothing nothing coming. But Frank's pulling up the episode right now. So do you, have you read it yet? No. Okay. So uh, what was this called again? It's called Miniature 409. Okay, index. Doo, 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 doo. Oh, you're not even close. I thought you had it. Well, you're just looking at the index. Oh, I got it. I got it. 322. Oh, God, Frank. I was just telling the audience there, I looked up that book on Amazon, and I'm like, oh, it's still expensive. What one? That one that you have. This? Yeah. 
It's how, how much? Thirty, I think. Uh, I got this off of uh, eBay for like three. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, it it and it came from a army base actually. Oh really? <laughs> yeah, stamped in in somewhere. So that means our army's out there defending our country without gre- reading the the great words of Mark Scott Zickery. How how dare they? Well, they probably got a new copy. Yeah. Oh, was, okay. Fair uh, enough. Let's see here. It's a. Uh, Fort Ord. Yeah, a military base called Fort Ord. Okay. Yeah, because it's got what, the index card. I'll trust pop. you. What's yeah. page 322 say? <clears throat> Ooh, clearing his instrument. Okay. Okay, uh, with miniature, Charles Belmont crafted a most pe- peculiar. Peculiar, yeah. Peculiar and touching love story. I consider it Beaumont's best script, period. Done, William done. Nolan. We're done with Zickery. No, 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 no. That wasn't Zickery. That was William F. Nolan said that. He said it was based on me. It was about kind of a shy guy who had... No, it wasn't. <laughs> they told him it was based on him. That's funny. With a problem with women, and I've always had... Uh, I've never been a womanizer. I don't remember the genius of the story. Says, "See, around." I'm I'm well, done with his. his this interview. is this is weird. Like, but like, Zickery hardly ever has this much to write for an episode. It's three pages. Normally, like you know, what Zickery thinks is on the same page as the picture. You're not going to read all three pages. No, I'm not. Seeing where the hell he starts. So while you're doing that, I'll do my plugs. Okay. How about that? Read, Ult- skim through Ult- it. Ult- Ult- no, ultimately, ultimately, the case was dismissed both by the Oh, my God. You know, oh, oh, yeah, there was a lawsuit after this. Yeah. Oh, oh, you, you, you were going way too slow. Suddenly, you went way too quick. What the fuck happened with the lawsuit? Uh, yeah, there was a lawsuit. Over, uh, you know, of course, somebody accused or- Beaumont of taking his story. And, you know, so when, you, uh, when we guessed that someone sold it to him, it was a little off because he might have ripped it off. Well, apparently, you know, some and, thought he did, but but two two uh, two juries uh, didn't see it that way because he sued him twice, and both times he lost. Wow. Okay. Yeah, Rod has a really great quote about Beaumont and how he writes. Well, here's the problem with this, real quick. It's such a simple story with an obvious ending that, of course, someone's written this. Of course someone has. That's what I mean. Like. All right, so what is Rod? No. Where yeah. the hell is it? I'm going to reach out to uh, Tom Elliott right now. <laughs> Why are you doing that? Take your time, though. Really really take your time reading that book in silence. <clears throat> no, I was just seeing if, the, if, if uh, his quote was in there. It's not. I don't know why. It was, really, it was actually a decent quote. I'm sure it's here somewhere. <clears throat> Excuse me. <clears throat> Anywho, um, so yeah. Um, LAWstudios.com, Lloyd Turing Wonderland on YouTube, Lloyd Turing Wonderland at gmail.com, and uh, patreon.com slash Lloyd Wonderland Studios. And reddragonsradio.com. Find us there and a bunch of other good, good, good episodes that, that I do and everything else. Yeah. I mean, good. Not good episodes, good uh, podcasts of all different genres. Yep. And ISCP podcast on Twitter. Hell yeah. Go there. Follow. My phone will not let me write the Twilight Zone on here. It's making me write the Twilight Zone like it's a fucking magazine. <laughs> <laughs> the spell check is getting worse. It's fucking <clears throat> bad. Anyway, anything else you want to say about this episode? No, I'm just happy it's over. Me too. Until next time. In the meantime, I'm Phoenix West. I'm Frank Lynx. So long, citizens.